This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We are back and all together again. Karen, nice to have you uh, with us on this Saturday morning. We begin uh, in January on this Saturday, the 18th. Welcome back. Nice to have you Thank here. Thank you. I got, I got what 50% of everybody else got, so I feel much better. Good. Sound good. Yep. Everything's passed. And in you, you were so- sick? <laughs> no, I didn't. no, if, if like I'm 10 sick, straight days on the couch. Oh, yeah. oh, he's so full of it. When I'm sick, all the women out there can agree. When I'm sick, nothing changes. When David is sick or a dad is sick, babies, babies, We're babies, babies. Yes, yeah, so I've been the told world that stops. as well. The world stops. Yeah, my Absolutely. wife will second that one too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, a good morning, everyone, and welcome in on a Saturday morning. We thank you very much for uh, joining us again here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. We're uh, broadcasting and delivering this program from. The brand new, incredible, beautiful Talk Radio 1210 Studios, 2400 Market Street in Philadelphia, the future location for Karen's first uh, Women's Revolution event that will be uh, soon on the calendar. I've requested some dates from the radio group from Entercom, uh, Karen. So once we get a few of those dates, we can uh, continue to promote, continue to register, and continue to plan for that. I know in your absence last week, David had said how excited you were, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, uh, it was my first thought this morning when I woke up. 
not lying. Okay. Yep, I'm already preparing it in my head. Good. I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we that, all too, know. will cause me to be on the couch for <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> in a row. Uh, David, let me come to you. We made a New Year's resolution for this program uh, that was a slight change. You were going to, Brett was going to, Karen was going to dive deeper, get a little bit deeper into a subject matter. Last week, we had a strong conversation, a very uh, informational conversation about annuities. Um, I thought it played pretty well. I thought thought the way the information was delivered uh, came across the radio pretty well. Yeah. You know, again, it's one of those topics that stirs a lot of conversation. And we got tremendous feedback. Um, We had tons and tons of questions come into the office related to it. And, you know, I think more and more people are starting to learn that annuities can be a piece of the overall solution. Um, I think what a lot of the feedback that we got is, you know, you got to make sure you're working with the right type of person and that they're not bent. You know, we're leaning towards trying to just sell annuities. Um, so hopefully it was, you know, it, it was an informative show. Today we're actually going to, you know, kind of swing the pendulum all the other way and talk about stocks and bonds and, you know, how to get yourself properly positioned that we're in the longest bull market run that we've ever seen. I've been doing this now 30 years and it's, this is pretty spectacular. I'm actually going to use the word today, um, you know, kind of quoting Alan Greenspan from some years back about irrational exuberance. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today because we want to make sure that our Thrive Army audience is getting all the information necessary to make the right decisions going forward in their retirement. Just a general feeling from from the street, from the public, how people feel. Um, people feel like things are booming. People feel like um, the economy is bustling and they're in a good space right now. I think that's a good thing. I'm sure you do as well, except you have to still remember the plan. The one thing that we've always talked about uh, is having a plan, and when it's good, you've got to have you've got to stick to the plan. Brett, would you agree? Always, Krause. I mean, it's always about the plan. You never, people never. How do we say it? People never plan to fail; rather, fail to plan. So, again, it's always about just like last week when we talk about annuities. Sometimes it's appropriate, and sometimes it's not. And we talk about just like in today's segment, just talking about the stock market. Again, it's all about just educating ourselves so that we can make a rational decision as how much of what I should have within my given portfolio, so I can have peace of mind and most importantly, sleep at night. I mean, that's it. Yeah, and Joe, you know. The question you asked, you know, um, you get a sense from people on the street and that things are booming, things are great, and so on and so forth. And there's another new term that's been coined that's being spoken about a lot, and it's the war, it's this phrase called the stock market is melting up. Melting up mm-hmm. instead of melting down, like when we see these huge corrections, and those corrections are fast and furious a lot of times. Um, we now have a very fast and furious melt up, and um, that's what's scary, right? As a conservative, as a fiduciary, as somebody who's really focused on safety, because most of our listening audience and most of the people who attend our workshops, Joe, whether they recognize it, whether they like it or not, they really have all the money they need to navigate retirement successfully. 
I really mean that. I mean, they have all the money that they need to produce the proper amount of income in addition to their social security. And if they happen to have a pension, that's all they really need. But our nature as people is always want more. And that, you know, it's that funny word called greed. And sometimes that causes irrational exuberance. It causes fury and flurry and all of those types of things that people get swept up into it. Because here's the thing, Joe, I, we get the opportunity, Brett, Karen, myself, and our advisors, we get, a, you know, we get to sit across the table, the conference room table, you know, 30, 40 times a week with the consuming market, you know, with people who are retirees. And interestingly enough, even though you say the man on the street sounds like that, um, what we're hearing at the table, and I ask the questions because it helps us define what we're doing, is, um, you know, I hear on CNBC, I hear on MSNBC, I hear the, you know, the markets are booming and so on and so forth. And this market is being driven by two main things. One is consumer. Number two, the Fed has artificially kept interest rates extremely low in our opinion. So I asked the consumer, you know, you're booming. Tell me about what's happening. Are you sp- have you bought anything big? Are you taking more vacations than normal? Are you going out to dinner more frequently? And the common response, Joe, that we're hearing is, nope. They're actually saying to us, I'm a little worried about this market. I'm worried about this market. I, I mean, I love it. You know, we did 29 plus percent in the S&P 500 in 2019, but I'm getting nervous and I'm acting like a squirrel and I'm, you know, kind of socking everything away. Um, so I'm not overspending. I'm not over going out to dinner. I'm not being frivolous with my money, even though it keeps growing up at this particular point. Because at the end of the day, the balloon's got to pop. We all know that. So, um, yeah. So I think that's why, you know, sticking to the plan is critical. Yeah, but I also would push back on you and I would say this. Um, it's okay to enjoy or it's o- not not enjoy. It's the wrong word. It's okay while things are booming or while there's that feel that they are, it's okay to take advantage of that and increase your retirement. It's okay to be able to capitalize on some of that. And I think that's where people are miss the, miss the connect. They may not know how to do it, but I do think that there's some opportunity when they meet with you to make some changes in, in, in their plan that will yield them a more positive result. Yeah. And that's it, Krause. You talk about people being over-optimistic given where we're at right now in the state of the economy, every day creating a, a, another new high. But, you know, our giveaway today, we're going to talk about this report called Riskalyze. Again, excited about our giveaway today because, you know, you get people that are overly uh, optimistic about the market. And then we ask people, what is your risk tolerance? We take them through a, a special survey because it really measures that sick stomach feeling. And a lot of times how the, what their risk tolerance is is definitely a lot less than how they're verbalizing. And then the next part of it is we then look at their existing portfolio. And I bet you, and David Karen and I, I'm sure can validate this as well, probably eight out of 10 times that we sit down with people and we analyze that riskalyze report, again, that we're going to talk about here today, we see major divergence between what people's risk tolerance is and what their portfolios look like. And that's the scariest thing that we see today because people are overly optimistic and they're not pulling the profits off the table. And we just want to chat about that. A little bit today. We'll get to a good conversation as we get into our first commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We thank everybody for starting your Saturday morning with us. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, David, Karen, and Brett will be back after the break. 
And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, we thank you again for tuning in and listening in to the program. Uh, A little bit later on here in the opening half hour of the show, I'll give you the information to get yourself registered if you're available to come out to the upcoming workshops that are on the calendar. As we mentioned last week, and as Brett did a recap for us uh, in the past at the end of 2019, the workshop schedule, David, is filled. Uh, It's incredible how many workshops... uh, Uh, Thrive Financial Services completes on a weekly basis. And the one uh, consistent thing that comes out of the workshop, everybody leaves more educated than when they arrived. That's our goal. You know, yeah. That's our mission. That's the vision that we have put together as an organization is we want to make sure that we deliver and we're delivering content that the audience is asking for. And right now, you know, those main topics are what's going on in the market? What do I do about taxes in this SECURE Act? Uh, all these different types of things, which we'll continue to talk about. And Joe, I want to remind folks that, you know, two things. Number one is if you'd like to come in and visit with us, and Brett had mentioned we have a thing called the Riskalyze Report. That report, that analysis is taking a look at someone's portfolio and just making sure that everything's aligned correctly. That, that level of risk that you're willing to take as an individual or as a couple, and then what type of risk is that portfolio presenting? And like Brett said, is if it's too far out of alignment, it may be time to make some adjustments. So if people want to get a sample copy of that, they can go to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. And uh, one of the pages will be all about Riskalyze, and they can download a sample report. And then if they actually want to come in and get a customized report done for themselves, they can schedule an appointment with us. And they can do that by calling our number at 1-800-516-5861. That's 1-800-516-5861. And we'll talk a little bit more about that through the show. Um, Joe, I want to bring a couple things on this, um, you know, kind of this vein of talking about the economy. One of the things that really stands out to me, um, probably the greatest investor of all time, modern time that we know about, uh, is a guy named Warren Buffett. Most people know that person's name and familiar with Berkshire Hathaway and, you know, all the other different things. Um, You know, the interesting thing about the man on the street, I'm going to keep referring back to that, Joe, is this very optimistic viewpoint, things are great, the economy's booming, and so on and so forth. So if that's the actual case, I'd love for people to try to help me understand why Warren Buffett is sitting on $128 billion in cash right now, hasn't made a purchase hasn't bought any stock for close to 18 months now, and is really sitting on the sidelines, kind of storing cash away, and as what most people recognize, the greatest investor of all time, I got to believe he's thinking that prices are way too high today, and he's waiting for things to go on sale, that he can use that $128 billion of cash, and really execute on the strategy of buy low, and sell high. Does that make sense, Jeff? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's kind of one of the things that kind of sticks in my mind when I'm looking about what type of investment strategy, philosophy I should be deploying for my clients as well as personally, right? And um, again, one of the things I always tell people is what's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. 
one of the greatest investors of all time in addition was a guy named John Templeton. And John Templeton, Sir John Templeton, was the founder of Templeton Mutual Funds. And his position was always to be the contrarian, right? So when things were doing spectacularly, he was incredibly nervous and anxious and really kind of stored and, you know, kind of preserved money. And when things were not looking good, they were bleak and downtrodden. That's when he was in, you know, fishing and buying and, mm-hmm. you know, and that, you know, one of the best performing mutual funds of all time has been around since 1954, the Templeton, you know, growth. Now it's not a fund that I'm endorsing or making a recommendation for anybody to go purchase. I'm just giving you a concept mm-hmm. of the idea of buy high, you know, buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. And that's it, Crassy. And you know, we started today talking about the over-optimistic. And, and follow me here. So I'm going. I'm a mathematical economics uh, graduate. That's my degree. So supply and demand. And think about this. Think about this is this is where this enthusiasm works against you. I mean, it's just it's the law of numbers. So the math and crowd psychology behind any supply and demand driven market can be boiled down to this. Follow me. It's as simple as this. Rising prices. The stock market's up. Everyone's overly optimistic. So people are thinking about what? I want to become a buyer, right? Again, if I want to get, if I'm loving where things are at, hey, I'm losing the boat, um, I'm getting greedy, I need to get into the market. So what happened to buyers? Buyers convert into owners. Remember, if you own something, you can't buy it. You're now a seller, okay? So now all of a sudden, fewer buyers are left to now bid the prices up, which has been happening over the past couple of years, okay? And then now all of a sudden, you'll have more sellers will outnumber the buyers. And so what naturally happens from supply and demand? Prices decline. And, then I, and I know you, uh, we've had an economist out there uh, from Vanguard talking about how equity valuations have become detached from economic reality. Think about that. It's exactly what David just said right there. Things are overvalued. We now need to start thinking of what become the, is the new normal. Again, we need to be smart, take some of these profits that are off the table, because again, that's what worries us. We run that complementary Riskalyze report. Again, you can ha- order that complimentary report. Again, you can go to Thrive, T H R I V E, ThriveFinancialServices.com, or you can reach out here to the office and call 1 800 516 5861. As we see that divergence all the time, Brad, I'm really am conservative, but you know what? I'm saying your portfolio is aggressive. What's going on here? And they're like, well, Brad, the bond market rates are really low. I need to go get dividends because who wants to lock their money up and get 2% on bonds? I'd rather go get a five, 4 or 5% dividend. I said, you're telling me you're going to go chase four, five, six percent with the chance of losing 30 to 40 percent. It's completely against the grain with what you're telling me. But now all of a sudden, what are you doing? You're making an emotional decision, not a rational decision. And that's what these stories are all about is just take your time. David always talks about it at our workshops. Most of you in the room have all the money that you will need in retirement. Started the show. with That's it. And we talked about it again today. Just be smart. We don't need to take the chips off the table, having an appropriate amount. Again, we're believers in the market. And again, some of this selective, selective amnesia, I call it, Krause, we talked, we started the show how? Market's up 30% over the last year. But here's what I, I like to remind people. September of 2018, the market was about 29.30. It collapsed almost 25% till Christmas of 2018. And what happened? 2019, the market shot back up after that 25% decline. So sitting here in January of 2020, where the markets make a new high every single day, if we actually compare it to September of 2018, the S&P 500, it's up, but it's only up 12%. 
So is that agita of ups and downs into the market worth it for you? And for some people it is, but for a lot of people it isn't. And we need to make sure that we have that analysis done, which is why that Riskalyze report is so rock solid in making sure that people are ready for when that crash comes, that we're prepared for it. And if they're not ready for what it's going to look like, we now need to make a change. Boy, it's so hard for us and the listeners to be able to understand it. And I guess that's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this radio show with, uh, with you guys at the table. Let me give you some of the obvious, right? Do you know, everybody loves Apple stock. Everybody loves the phones, the iPads, the AirPads. I mean, my, your, what are just AirPods? AirPods. I think that's what they're the called. Earbuds? Earbuds no. that are called no. AirPods, whatever it is. Air- Got it. There you go. That stock is up 102% last year. In the year 2019, 102%. It's so beyond its price to earnings rate, it's like it's off the chart. Here's, here's another one. At one point recently, Tesla, which some people thought was going out of business, was valued a market capitalization more than the three biggest automakers. I saw the story come across the wire, I think. I didn't, I didn't get into the details, but... I, Again, sometimes, right? I text from my son, actually. Hey, did you see Tesla's value? It's, it's, it's not, right? So... To me, it's sometimes the obvious, right? So, you know, risk, Joe, is like banging on the back door, right? And we're out in the front yard looking for four-leaf clovers. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of what goes on sometimes. Right, and I've been right. doing this 30 years, and I say, and yeah, sometimes, look, nobody's got a crystal ball, right? We don't know exactly when or if. It's just, you know, when you look at the data, when you look at the reality, and when you look at the hype, that's the big part. Smart money today, some, on every transaction, somebody's buying, somebody's selling. I will guarantee you that the vast majority of sellers today, and Brett really did a good job on trying to give people understand the economics of it, I bet you institutionals are selling and retail investors are buying. And that's exactly the game that's been happening forever and a day. And we just want to make sure our audience is cautious about that. The easiest thing to do to see if you're properly positioned is come on in or call us, get that risk portfolio analysis. You can schedule an appointment at 800-516-5861. That's 1-800-516-5861. Tell our team that you just want to come in and get a complimentary analysis done on that risk report. We'll be happy to provide that. The show rolls on here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll get to a commercial break. We'll continue uh, the conversation. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on January 21st, which is Tuesday at the Phoenixville Senior Center. You can get registered for the upcoming workshop, Taxes in Retirement. If you go to thrivefinancialservices.com, scroll down to the middle of the page, click on the green tab. Uh, you'll find out all of the information on the Phoenixville Senior Center. The address is on Church Street, and the start time uh, for the event uh, is 7 o'clock in Phoenixville, taxes uh, in retirement. Karen, I want to hear from you. I got some good, we got good conversation and good dialogue going in that uh, last uh, segment. I did a lot of listening uh, to both David and uh, Brett. Uh, let me uh, welcome you into the conversation and get your perspective on that um, information that we talked about in the previous segment. Yes. And so I'm going to talk about a survey I 
read recently, which really fits into all of this. But I just want to say one thing that they were talking about the risk allies. And when we talk about people and meet with them, we say, oh, you know, your, your assets, you'll drop 10, 20, 25%. You're talking percents. But when you put it in front of people and they see the actual dollar amount, that kind of takes them back a little bit. So when we show them the report and we're discussing it with them, I kind of just let it be quiet for a second. And I say, how do you feel about that? I feel like a psychologist. And how do you feel about that? And that kind of brings it really into their face. That so. sounds like network television. It depends <laughs> on what their agenda is. They're going to talk real numbers or percentages to Right. That. It's, it's, yeah. it, it makes a big difference. And David has also talked about often the sequence of returns. Is that what it is? Yep. Yes. And the, the thing is, when people say, oh, market goes up and down, that's great. The market does go up and down. But in retirement, it's a whole different story. So what we are all about is mitigating your risk. Yeah, and here's one thing that I would say just based off of those comments, which I think is, um, which kind of popped into my mind. It's one thing to hear these percentages. It's another to understand how those percentages impact me, impact you, impact the listener. That's going to be very different to each individual. And I think that's why that report um, could be a significant indicator or at least a guide for people to start to be able to understand what it means to them and what their risk tolerance means to their portfolio, not the world, but their, their home, their portfolio. Right, I agree. So if you're interested, call us 800-516-5861. We'd love to have you come in. Um, and also take a look at our website. We have a lot of great information on there, which is thrivefinancialservices.com. I always go to meet Thrive <laughs> Financial because that's still a website where... I can encourage our audience to get up close and personal and learn a little bit more about uh, the voices behind the radio if they have not, David, been out to a workshop yet. I'll tell you, Joe, it's interesting. And I, I, I love it and I feel very humbled by it. But the amount of people that are coming out to the workshops um, and and vocal about it. We actually had a gentleman. Um, we were in our Monroeville, Monroe Township Library Building uh, maybe two weeks ago or 10 days ago, something like that. And there was an awesome gentleman there. And I'm not going to mention his name on the radio, but he knows who it is. And I'm giving him a shout out. Just great guy. Finally got a chance to meet him. And That's good. I love that. It was. And it just was a wonderful conversation. And he was very vocal about he's a he listens every single week and um, really said it's just great information and all that good stuff. So, um it's a shout out to him. And we love meeting people at the workshop who come to see us via the radio. So feel free to do that anytime. Yeah, no doubt about that. That one workshop that I just referenced for next week will be on Tuesday, but the calendar is full. So if Tuesday, if you're not logistically close to Phoenixville, uh, there will be plenty of opportunity uh, for you to um, coming to, I don't want coming to a neighborhood or coming to an area or coming to a county near <laughs> Soon, you. Soon coming to so, a theater near you, right? Yeah, exactly. I encourage people come on it. It's a very good atmosphere. People really do learn a lot and we do enjoy meeting people and um, you'll get some information, um, w which leads into this survey that I re read recently. It's uh, CNBC uh, did a survey and the what the results were, uh, it says in the US, 99% of adults don't use a financial advisor. Um, they pulled a certain number of people nationwide. Um, a whopping, like 76% of the respondents said they manage their money themselves. 
followed by 15% who said their spouse or partner handles their finances, and 4% said their parents take care of their money. So uh, I don't know who those people are, but (laughs) hopefully their parents know what they're doing with their money. But what I'm going to go into a little bit is why should you have a financial advisor? Why should you have somebody, an expert handling your money? And my first thought is, do you have an expert handle you medically? If you need something done, do you go try to do it on your own or do you have a professional do it? Uh, Anybody out there who's not a plumber, if you tried to fix something on your own, large percentage of time, it doesn't work out right and you end up having to get the professional to come in anyway. So I'm just going to read some bullet points here. Um, So you don't have a financial professional, but maybe it makes sense for you to have one. So the first thing you should think about is what am I hoping to gain from working with a financial expert? Um, Interview people. That's what we say people come on in. We'll give you a second opinion. Uh, what are you looking for in a fi- financial expert, financial advisor? I was just going to ask you that. What do you think people? What do you think people want? What do you think people are? What, what, what's our audience looking looking for when they come to you and they meet? I think they're looking for good conversation. I think they're looking to establish a bond of trust. I think they're looking to know that they're speaking with people of, um, that are well-educated with their own intention. What are some of the things they like? So when people come in and meet with us, sometimes they just want to hear that their plan that they have is, is they're doing the right job. And sometimes we can say yes, but sometimes more often than not, if they're, especially if they're advising themselves, we kind of give them some thoughts and adjustments and make them think of things that they never thought about. Or their advisor that they're using now did a great job up until now, prior to retirement, but they see retirement as you, if you will notice when you come to a seminar or a workshop that retirement's a whole different ball game than when you originally started working when you were 25 and started saving your money. But I, funny that you should ask that question because um, I have a little bit of a list here. Um, so if you're looking, if you're your own advisor, here's some things that you should start thinking about. We call them the three T's, right? Number one, time. Do you have the time, patience, and interest in educating yourself about personal finance topics? There's so much information out there on the internet. What do you believe? And if you watch CNBC, MSNBC, any of these financial shows, there's one day they say one thing, the next day it's a different thing. So who do you believe? So having somebody who's a financial advisor, you listen to Brett and David, all of yeah, us Tesla, on the-, the Tesla story is a perfect example. When, my, when, my, when I saw that, I didn't read the story, but it came over and then my son had texted me about it. And I'm like, geez, that sounds like, that, that's, that sounds like a crazy statement, actually. Um, but true. It's factual. Right. Factual. factual. Just and crazy that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We're always... We're, we're keeping abreast of everything we know what's going on. So number one, do you have the time? Do you have the time and energy to deal with it? And uh, technique, do you have the technique or technical knowledge to understand how to avoid mistakes and leverage the best financial strategies, which we were just talking about? Do you have, do you have risk allies? Do you have the software? Do you know what to do? Um, just qu- real quick, talking about mistakes that uh, you could make. Here are mistakes that I have seen just off the top of my head. Again, Medicare surcharges, that's a big one. People don't understand that what you do over here is going to affect something down the road. Medicare surcharges, again, if your income goes too high, you have to pay more for Medicare because they say, oh, you're making so much money now. You can afford to pay more, which it can affect you. And it's not once, it can happen a lot. And it can ruin 
your, it can mess up your plans. Uh, uh, met with a, a couple, um, they were managing themselves. They thought they were doing a great job. Uh, they were talking about the SECURE Act that just passed and how excited they were. They had more time to maybe do Roth conversions, but do they know how to do Roth conversions properly? Again, you have to look at all aspects of your money. Uh, and they did not realize when they were looking at their assets that were qualified, meaning they haven't paid income tax on it, and qualified, they did not realize that a large chunk of their qualified money was a four, they didn't think 401k was qualified money. So could you see that might have caused them a problem? Well, that's, that's I think true of almost any conversation when you're trying, even when you're self-managing, even when you're to the point of where you do understand, I don't think you fully understand. I don't, I don't know how, if you're not a professional, I just don't know how you can do it. You know, so Joe, and this may not make sense, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, you know, I started thinking about, I wanted to take flying lessons, Hmm. right? Like I want to become a private pilot, right? And I have a friend who's a commercial pilot and I started talking to him about it. And it's a lot of hours that have to be devoted because, you know, I think you need to know what to do. (laughs) If you don't know what you're doing, it's a pretty big risk, right? And what I started to find out is you got to know everything about communicating through a headset to a tower and other pilots in the air. You have to be able to watch all of your instruments. You have to understand aerodynamics. I mean, the list of what you need to do to successfully fly a plane... I recognized for myself was much more extensive than what I thought it was and decided to always utilize a professional and not become Mm -hmm. an amateur pilot. Like Mm -hmm. I value my life. I value my family's lives and I would never put them in my control with my intolerance for that level of risk. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that resonates with our audience but the amount of data, the amount of technique and temperance and timing that you need to devote to execute a successful retirement income plan, not necessarily just an investment management situation, picking the right stock or bond or mutual fund, whatever, but just like Karen just said, what if I do too much of a Roth conversion Right, I pay. I bump myself into a higher tax bracket. Now I got more income showing up on my tax return, unanticipated tax consequence. But it also pushed me through the Medicare surcharge level. So now I'm going to pay more in my Medicare. Sur- blah blah blah. Right? right, it just mushrooms out. Exactly, and the Medicare surcharge level is for the husband and wife if you're married, and there's four levels now. So, um, and then real quick. If you want to work with somebody, make sure, again, fiduciary. Make sure they're a fiduciary. And the primary responsibility of a fiduciary is put your client's interests first. We have to act with the utmost good faith. We, all of our information, all of our fees are upfront, but we always do what's best for the client, not what's just suitable. Make sure they're a fiduciary. Ask them if they are fiduciary. So, so important. Very good stuff. And nice to have you back in studio with us, Karen. We'll quickly get to a break. Back in a moment on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. 
And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, on this Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Don't forget about the one upcoming workshop, Brett, Tuesday, Taxes uh, in Retirement. We encourage the listening audience to uh, come out to the workshop if they're in Phoenixville. It's complimentary, uh, chuck full of information. You will leave more educated uh, than when you arrived. That is an absolute uh, that is one constant, that is one given, that is one uh, statement that is not up for debate because it's true. Yeah, Joe. So that's, that's our goal, and we're going to continue to deliver until we have the impact that we feel we were, you know, we were shooting for. We want people to have successful retirement plans. Um, I want to just cover two quick things, Joe. The, the first thing is I want people to realize that are listening to us, um, we believe in the stock market. We believe in the stock yeah. market long term. But what we believe in is balance, right? So um, you just have to, again, Karen talked a little bit about timing, and nobody's going to time the markets perfectly, but you got to get some intuition and understanding that we're talking about what I think is this irrational exuberance. That doesn't mean you get out of the markets. It just means maybe you get defensive in the markets and still have a balanced approach. I mean, when we build portfolios for clients, we still have equities, we still have bonds. Now, we use short, shorter duration bonds because of interest rate risk, potential. Who knows what's going to happen there? Cash is always an allocation. And then we use what's called non-correlated assets, things that are not going to be impacted by interest rates or the stock market. Now, let, let's flip the table for a second and say we're sitting here two years from now, and we're in a bad economy. Unemployment is going up. Um, stocks are down, interest rates are hiking, What kind of opposite of where we're at today, our conversation is not going to be the same conversation. It's going to be very, very different. We're going to now be talking about what we think are opportunities, right? Stocks that are completely undervalued, that should be trading at much higher values and stuff like that. So I really just want to make sure our audience understands that, right? So we're not here with the sword of Damocles hanging over our heads, thinking the world's coming to an end. We just want to prepare people. The big win today is just to lose less, right? Mm. Just lose less than what you did in 2008 or back in 2000 or 1987 or any of the little mini crashes that we experienced over the years. And then the other thing I want to talk about too, and I want to make sure people understand this, is that when you are designing your retirement income plan, even if you've been a self-managed individual and now are starting to recognize there's other elements, tax planning, estate planning parts, uh, Medicare and healthcare costs and all of that, and you potentially do need to work with a professional to help you. I want to read something to you, right? So um, according to the rules... I want you to hear it's clear. According to the rules set by the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is the governing body, um, and the Investment Advisors Act of 1940, fiduciaries have five primary responsibilities. Number one, always put the client's interest first. Number two, act with the utmost good faith. Number three, provide full and fair disclosure on all material facts. Number four, do not mislead clients. And number five, expose all conflicts of interest. 
I got to tell you, Joe, it, you know, and I, and I went off on this a little bit last week and it continues to irritate me. There are people who claim to be fiduciaries who are flat out not fiduciaries and masking themselves as one to kind of create some credibility for themselves. I just don't know how it happens. I don't know how that happens. And my caution to our listening audience is make sure when you're dealing with something, like two things, right? Health and wealth, right? Health is, you know, if you're not a healthy person, you can never enjoy your wealth. And sometimes not having wealth creates health challenges, right? The stress and everything else. Mm -hmm. Two critically important aspects, make sure you're working with the people who are working with your best interest fiduciaries will help in that situation. And you know, Krause, I want to piggyback off what David and Karen just shared in the last segment. I mean, when she talked about, we meet people that are self-managed every day, Krause, and what Karen did a spectacular job talking about the three T's, time, technique, and temperament. It's so important. Like if you're going to try and be a do-it-yourself or you need to have all three of those. And so last week I met with somebody who was working with a commission-based broker, not a fiduciary, okay? So they were just using them to buy and sell stocks because they said we weren't really getting any advice anywhere, so I couldn't validate trying to pay a high fee for someone that wasn't giving me much money, uh, much value um, for a fee that I was willing to uh, pay. So they had about $5 million in their account. And you had asked a question earlier saying, why do most people come in? What are they looking for? And and some of the things I'd share with you, trust, honesty, validation. I always tell people uh, a quick story. Hey, this is your ship, Remember, you're always going to own the ship, but you're interviewing people to help captain your ship, and we help you get there in the most fuel-efficient way with taxes and all those other things. But it's still your ship. So people understand that. And what I had shared with them, we went through that risk-alize analysis, okay? We did their risk assessment, Krause, $5 million. They were a 29. So I would call that conservative at a, at a maximum moderately conservative. And then Krause, we put their portfolio into the risk-alize software, and it came back as a 72, one number under what the S&P 500 was looking for. And I just looked at him and I showed the number. I said, that's a 39% correction. Okay. And then just like Karen said, I go, that's $2 million. And then all of a sudden it was, that's not okay. And so it's realizing, and that's that risk report. Again, from what I'm describing here, again, that out of balance, that gigantic divergence I go, can you describe to me your timeline? This is what, what risk lives went through. They said, Brett, we were getting ready. They, this was a 75-year-old couple. They were getting ready to retire in 2007, 2008, $2.5 million in the bank. And guess what happened? It wasn't in the bank. It was in the market. So that $2.5 million turned into a little more than $1.2 million through the 2008 correction. So the stock market in 2007, the S&P 500, was a little more than 1500 Okay. In 2009, where it hit the low, it was 683. Essentially, cut it in half. Now today, they were back to five million dollars. He said the one fortunate thing we didn't do was get out of the market. But Brett, you know the difference today, and what we remind people every day is you're no longer working. They have finally retired, but now the environment looks crazy. Where now they're chasing return again. I said, are you ready for that 40% correction? And the answer was no. And it's like, there are other ways that you can go accomplish that 4% dividend strategy that you're going to look for. I go, are you willing to accept this risk? And the answer is absolutely not. Because today, the market's approaching now 3,300. Now realize this, selective amnesia. People listen to the news, making emotional decisions, not irrational decisions. Realize the stock market has only almost doubled a little bit since the high of the market of 2007. That's 12 years. It went from 1,500 to over 3,300, a little more than double. Mm. Over 12 years, 
That means that stock market has only returned a little more than 6% a year during from 2007 through 2019 with the gigantic returns of last year. But if you just move that, Karen was talking about sequence returns a little bit earlier, but if you analyze where the market is today, almost 3,300, to the bottom of the market, which was March of 2009, you've gone almost now quintupled. It used to be quadrupled. We're now quintupled, meaning if you had a million dollars, just like the people that were in last week, it's now $5 million. They go, Brett, we're normal people. We're not $5 million people. And I see that every day. The people that were fortunate enough to stay off the emotional roller coaster stayed rational while they are working, and they stayed in the market while they were working. Not at retirement, but while they are working, they rode things back up. And David talked about it earlier, about people in risk and the four-leaf clover. That's what people share all the time. All I care about in retirement, Brett, I don't just be looking for the four-leaf clover. I don't want to have all this risk in the portfolio. And that's when people come in and they go through that risk analysis and they see that divergence, that sick stomach starts. And that's what we want to do is create that uncomfortableness, not to sort of Damocles, but now making people think a little bit differently than how they are thinking before they came in. So again, that story I just went through right there, Krause. Good story. If you'd like to go through that with us, again, you can reach out to us on the telephone, 1-800-516-5861, and ask about that complimentary risk report, or you can always visit us at Thrive, again, T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivefinancialservices.com. We're all different. We all consume the information that you provide in a different way. Well done. Um, I would encourage the listening audience, if they have not done so already, David, to, to, to take advantage of doing that um, and trying to start to understand riskalyze and everything else that uh, was talked about uh, on the program today. We certainly hope that you enjoyed listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Uh, don't forget, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Um, to get information and to get registered for the workshop. David, I have 30 seconds. I'll give it to you just to close out the program today before we say goodbye. All I can encourage people is to get the information so they can make better decisions, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of exuberance, not to overuse that word today, but there's a lot of exuberance. We believe in the markets, but there's ways to be invested in the market in a much safer way today. All right. Well done. Well said. Karen, nice to have you back uh, in the studio. Good to have you. We'll see you, David and Brett, uh, and all members of the Thrive Army one week from today. We'll see you next Saturday on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, Brett Elam, and all members of the Thrive Army, I'm Joe Krause. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. 